Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2267. Today we're going to have a little fun with a number member of the Classic.com team was here to talk about a new uh, a new program they started called Classic.com Pro. It's all about selling cars, buying cars, having fun with cars online. So here we go. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Arlington, Texas, with a very special guest by the name of Joey Pomeranke. Joey, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I'm dropping it. Let's do this. All right. Laying down some stripes as they do. So before I give you a proper introduction and we dive into your world, what's one little thing that most people don't know about you, Joey? Oh, man. I feel like I have to... (laughs) Divulge. Not too many dark secrets. (laughs) Come up with something good for your listeners. Yes, please. Let's let's do... It's about 10 years ago, I had the privilege of writing part of a speech for one of our former presidents. Not a lot of people know that. Like president of the United States? Like president of the United States. How on earth did you get that task? (laughs) So I was a co-founder of a nonprofit organization that me and some friends started. I guess the the backstory history there was really about supporting entrepreneurship. And we, we grew it to a kind of a global scale, started doing some White House initiatives. And at the time, we were a part of basically what they called the Global Entrepreneurship Summit that President Obama, he ended up launching. It started in D.C. and became a something they did every year in various cities around the, around the world. Um, and gosh, what was it? 2013, I believe. It was in Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia. And... We were a part of, he was flying over to do a speech there. We were a part of of that. And so I had to put together a paragraph on really what we were doing and uh, went back and forth with the, the, I guess, his speechwriter and Mm -hmm. ended up uh, putting words in the president's mouth, I guess, so to speak. (laughs) How cool is that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was unfortunate. That was kind of during the time of the when the government shut down for a little bit. So he wasn't able to fly over, but he did, he did a video of the entire speech and played it to the audience. So, so still uh, put words in his mouth. (laughs) Isn't that funny? That's an interesting way to put it. Yeah. Put words in the president's mouth. (laughs) There you go. Very cool. Well, what a fun experience that must be. All right. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. Joey Pomeranke is the director of consignments at Classic.com. He spent his early career in marketing leadership roles as venture-backed technology startups. Joey founded an agency that worked directly with over 100 technology startups on growth initiatives. And after selling his last company, he combined his expertise in marketing and PR with his passion for automobiles, founding a successful automotive marketing company that landed on the Inc. 500 list of fastest growing private companies in the U.S. back in 2021. He's an avid collector with an eclectic selection of cars in his stable that we'll be talking about today. He joined Classic.com in October of 2022 to launch their new Classic.com Pro initiative. We'll learn more about that and Joey in a moment. But first, a word from our sponsors. So give them a little love. As I keep saying, they put the petrol in the tanks here. So that's a good thing. And we'll be right back. 
Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up, way up. But my usage was the same, and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866 224 9324 and protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. They're talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and first-hand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. If you're listening to this program, there's a pretty good chance you believe what I believe, that the collector vehicles we love are more than just a means of getting from one place to the other. They're a part of our culture, our identity, and as a people, they bring us together at vintage races, classic car auctions, and thousand-mile rallies. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these important vehicles aren't lost to time. RPM stands for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. And their goal is to inspire the next generation of vehicle restoration professionals through its outreach programs. And they include Shop Hop, Off to the Races, the RPM Future Class, and many others. These programs engage talented young people across the country and connect them with mentors and a variety of opportunities in the industry. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of collector vehicles skill trade, visit rpm.foundation today. So, Joey, now I've had a couple people that are colleagues of yours on the show. Uh, Juan Diego Calle, who, uh, of course, is the leader of the clan there. And uh, Nelson, uh, I believe his brother, right? Or are they cousins? I can't remember. Brother, okay. Yeah, Nelson, his brother, who was on the show as well. And it's great to have you on board. And, you know, Classic.com is an up-and-coming business. It's a wonderful platform to go out there and find, sell, buy cars. But you were tasked with the Classic.com Pro variant or initiative, I should say. So I'd love for you to share a little deeper about that, what that's all about and how it's coming along. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of it came from, you know, our users and really a a need for our users. So obviously we launched classic.com with the goal of allowing people to find automobiles for sale and, you know, a one stop shop for that. And more importantly, a, a place where people can come and get, you know, an unbiased market pricing around what their car is worth or, um, you know, actual comps for the car. 
through that, we we started to get a lot of interest around people needing help selling their car. And that kind of spearheaded, uh, you know, this whole conversation around, is there an opportunity for us to be that expert to help our users sell their classic car. A lot of these these people that were approaching us, they, they didn't know how to sell it, right? They didn't know what it was worth. They didn't know what the right channels were. They, you know, it was, they just happened to have this car and they needed to find a way to sell it. Um, and then obviously other other people, it was, they're, they're busy. They have, you know, other stuff going on and they, they want an expert to sell their car. Um, you know, and I know Mark, you and I talked about you sold a Porsche recently. Congrats on that sale, by the way. And you, uh, had an expert sell that, right? I did. Yeah, I did. In fact, <laughs> you know, I, it's, I'm really excited because, uh, that car, my listeners know about it. I called it my orange crush. I had it for yeah. 14 years. I went through a long, uh, gestation period of deciding to let it go. And, uh, I'm sitting here holding the, uh, the new Porsche Panorama, which is the Porsche Club magazine. And lo and behold, there's my car on the cover and a story about it <laughs> inside. And I kind of went, well, I've been calling you guys forever when I own the car. How come now that someone else owns it? Maybe he's got more clout than I do. Uh, it's there. But I'm actually going to be reunited with that car at the LeMay Museum. And they're having a, a, a special exhibit that's happening there of Porsches. And I'm going to be emceeing that when they do the grand opening. So uh, that would be uh, well at the time this show airs back on the 4th. But it's going to be up at LeMay for a while. But yes, you know, I made that decision because, well, for a couple of reasons. And I think this is what you guys are learning with Pro. Mm-hmm is I wanted to remove myself from the process because I knew I'd get too emotional, uh, too caught up in it. Perhaps n- I knew I wouldn't be unbiased. I'd be very biased because <clears throat> my car, it's per- you know, it's a great car. I'm a good guy. My car is a good car. <laughs> you know, so so I made that just choice and I'm so glad that I did. And I've recommended that to many people. It was recommended to me by a friend of mine who was selling a beautiful E30 M3. And so, yeah, this is a... What you guys are putting together is cool, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show, because when you go to sell a car, us car people get wrapped up in these things, and we can get wrapped around the axle, as they say, (laughs) if we're not careful. And you can really destroy your listing. And the other part of it, which is what you're going to talk about, is Mm -hmm. you help people vet these cars properly. We all think our... uh, Let's say our proverbial sheet <laughs> smells better than <laughs> what we think, and so or what it actually does, I should say. So, uh, yeah, talk about some of the services here because I think we, yeah. I know what you're doing is going to be right. very valuable to many people and many platforms. Yeah, and that's why I, you know, wanted to use you as an example. I think a lot of enthusiasts and collectors, like we've we've been doing this for you know a while, right? We mm-hmm. we know that. To properly sell our classic or collector, especially vehicle, sometimes it makes sense for an expert to take that on. Uh, it might be because, you know, they they know the right channel to sell it through or, you know, to your point, taking some of the emotional side of it out. But more importantly, a lot of people just don't know how to sell a car. Right. Um, and, and that's the and that's really the, the problem that we're trying to solve. Right. You know, I think in a nutshell, it's it's really a virtual consignment program. The, the cars stay with our clients. You know, you can enjoy them still. They're in your garage. Um, you know, they don't have to sit on a dealership floor somewhere. Um, but we provide all of the services to ultimately sell your car for you. So that could be everything from, you know, helping you value it to, you know, preparing the vehicle for 
to, to be sold. So, you know, where we provide professional photography, video, inspection service. Obviously, we do all the marketing to you know, find the right new owner for the car and then everything post-sale. Um, you know, we're going to take care of all of the, the Q&A during the sale. We're going to take care of all the paperwork afterward, the logistics, you know, getting the car shipped to the new owner. So really taking that off the the owner's hands and, and making selling your classic or specialty vehicle as painless as possible. I think it's um, I yeah. think it's spectacular because uh, I I look at a lot of cars online, even cars I'm probably never going to buy. And there's so many times I go to look at a vehicle, and let's start with the pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody these days thinks they're a good photographer because they got these little digital phones in their hands, but they're not. And <laughs> I look at cars the first few shots, and I think, okay, that's a really cool car. And then I start looking at the photos, and I'll give you an example one. Why didn't you vacuum the floor mat before you took the picture? Yep. Okay. That just told me that you don't care about your car. Next, I'm not even interested. Goodbye. I mean, little things like that that many people don't realize make a big impression on a potential buyer. And then we get into the details of the car. And are they accurate? And somebody makes one little flaw in their listing and all of a sudden that entire listing has a taint to it. Yep. This person doesn't even know what they have. They they said, you know, it's this or that or the other thing. So the value in using something like Classic.com Pro uh, Professional to help you with this, really, I mean, it's, it's the only way to go, especially if you have a car of substantial value. And I mean, you start getting into $50,000 plus, that's real money. That's substantial value to most people. Yep. And you want to get every dollar you can out of that. And I think the other part of it is most people, let's let's say good intent, most people I think have good intent, don't want to deceive anybody. And the worst thing you can do is sell a car and when it shows up, the person calls you going, why didn't you tell me the left front fender had been replaced? <laughs> and there's silence on the other end of the phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think transparency, obviously, and this has always been a you know a mission of ours on the on the classic.com side, right? Is is transparent and pricing and 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 all that. And so for us, marketing vehicles, it, it should be the same, right? So you know that's why no matter what car goes through our pro program, it has professional photography done. It has a third party inspection service, you know, that we send them out to, to, you know, do a proper inspection of the vehicle. Um, there's three different videos that we require um, that our photographers do. So, you know, walk around, cold start, um, you know, test drive of the vehicle. And I think it's important because a large majority of these cars are being sold sight unseen, right? And, right. And you, you you don't want that phone call after it's delivered. No. <laughs> and, it's, and it's only going to become, you know, we're, we're we're already in a digital society, right? And you know it's only going to follow suit where classic cars, especially vehicles, collector cars, whatever it is, more and more and more of these are going to be sold online. Yeah, and yeah. so it's important to to make sure that we're always ahead of that curve and making sure that every little aspect you know, of representing that car is covered in that listing. Absolutely. So for for classic.com pro. Is it a menu item? So can people pick and choose what they want to use or is it all inclusive, everything included? How does that work? Yeah, so everything's included. It's a package deal. And you were kind of getting to my next point that I wanted to talk about. Um, You know, it's really important for us to make sure that an expert of that particular vehicle is attached to the car. Mm, Um, You know, so say you, you know, you're selling your 911, 
it's not going to be a generalist on the other end. The, the pros we are, are bringing onto our platform are very much experts of their particular market. They've bought and sold likely hundreds of these vehicles. They know them inside and out, and they know what questions they, to ask. They know proper way to market them. They know the right channels to sell them through. And in the end, that's who you want on your side if you're going to sell your you know, classic collector car, somebody that is going to properly represent it, which ultimately will bring the most money for it. Yeah. Well, and the other aspect of this is valuation, because for my car, because so many people listen to cars, yeah, and they knew me, there was a built-in trust there. They knew I'm, I'm not going to try to deceive anybody, because the last thing I want to do is taint not only my own personal name, but the name of my brand here. But the other part of it is, and I, I mentioned it kind of earlier, we typically always think that our things are worth more than perhaps they are. Now, mm-hmm. there are some cases where somebody maybe inherited a car from Uncle Joe, and they have no idea that that 300 SL is something special. They just went, oh, Uncle Joe always had this funny car mm-hmm. with the weird doors, uh, and they have no idea. So those people are in for a nice surprise. But For most of us, we are typically told by all our good buddies, and I was an example of this, oh, your car's worth X. Well, you start to believe that. And then we have somebody come in that is really knowledgeable, and they say, well, not really, and I can tell you why. Then you can kind of come down from your outer limits planet down to earth and go, okay, this is a price that I really should expect. So you're not disappointed when the car doesn't receive a number and you've spent all this time and money And then you go, why didn't it sell? And you start want to blame everybody. Well, what you're doing is providing a real mark expert to say, look, this is what your car is worth based on what's happened over the past, let's say, 12 months. And that's about what you can expect to get. Now, sometimes fun things happen. Sometimes they don't. The right two guys aren't online bidding against each other. So you never know what's going to happen. So this service, I think, will be invaluable to all levels of people, even people that call themselves somewhat, well, I say knowledgeable, like I tend to be very knowledgeable in the car world, especially in Porsches. But still, I originally thought, well, maybe my car is worth this much. And I use a guy named Rafi Manazi and he goes, uh, this is where I think it is. And I tell you, we came within 2% of yeah. where he thought the car would sell. It was really, really close. And I'm happy with what happened. It went to a really nice collector who is going to take care of it and drives it and enjoys it. So I feel like, okay, uh, my baby is in, in a new, actually nicer garage than mine. <laughs> it's living in a very nice collection of cars, which makes me feel really good. Yeah. I went to a, it went to a good home and I think that's, that's really, you know, what you wanted. And in the end, that's, that's what happened. So yeah, exactly. So what else about uh classic.com pro would you like to share with our listeners? so that they can um, explore this and think about it. And again, I, I think I'm a great endorsement because it worked for me like a charm, the whole process. Yeah, I mean, I think two, two things, right? Obviously, if you're you know, in the market to sell your car, you know, we'd love to take a look at it. We're happy to connect you to one of our pros and, and put a valuation on it and tell you more about the program. Um, you know, you, all you have to do is go to classic.com forward slash sell. Um, and then the other side is we're, we're in the process of expanding our pro network. So, you know, if you're a, what you would consider an expert in your particular area of automotive expertise, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you know, there's a, you know, again, go to classic.com forward slash sell. There's a, a link on there to, to reach out. Um, that's kind of the plan right now is to, 
Broad our pro network. network. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think that's going to be a big part of where our value is. And people that don't have access to these experts in particular, you know, makes and models, being able to get access to them and them helping sell your car is worth the weight in gold. So, you know, we're excited to, to, to see where this goes. I think it's a great program. You know, because of what I do, I get reached out to literally every week, sometimes daily. I got one this morning, a guy who's looking to sell three vintage motorcycles. And they send me an email saying, hey, I've got these cars. How much do you think they're worth? How should I sell them? And I'm like, why are you asking me? Uh, and it's because of my my reach. And I think also so many people I've had on the show, sometimes they think they're emailing someone else because they've done a search and it shows up cars yeah and then they use my info at cars yeah and so forth but i get these all the time and so i know there's a large group of people out there that are looking and if you think about the demographics happening now i fall into that baby boomer category you know i'm getting a little older i'm kind of trimming down collections of cars i'm not as interested in having so much stuff in my life right now my focus is in some other areas so there's a lot of people out there doing this i just had last month mike wolf from American Pickers as a guest on my show, and he's selling or sold uh, on at Mecham Auctions um, seventy of his old motorcycles, as he calls them, his as found. And you're thinking somebody that's like that, he just turned fifty, so he's younger than me. But he's at again, he's readjusting his life. He's I have too much stuff in my life. Right. <laughs> Go figure. The guy that goes out and picks barns all <laughs> over the country. But he said, I'm trying to call my collection down to a manageable size. Uh, he's somewhat of a new father. He's got a 10-year-old daughter now, a little later in life, and he wants to focus on her a bit more before she turns into a teenager and runs off with her friends and you know wants to do that. So there's a big demographic out there of us. And then this other group of youngsters that are getting into the car world that want to buy things and have never been in this world before, the millennials, the XYs, the G's, the J's, all the different numbers. I can't keep up with all you youngsters that want to sell cars and want to buy cars and they need a venue as well. So a lot of opportunity for you guys, I think. No, I agree. And, and I think, again, to your point, you know, a lot of, of where the, this program came out of was the need of our users, right? Mm-hmm. We, have, we have a lot of people that, just like on your end, are reaching out and saying, hey, you know, I have this car to sell. I need help selling it. And, you know, it could be anyone from you know, uh, a daughter that acquired a car from their late father to, you know, an executive that doesn't have time to sell the car. And, you know, I think there's, there, there's definitely a need in the space. And, you know, as collectors and enthusiasts, we've, we've done this for a long time, just because this is our, this is what we do, right? We, 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 we use an expert to, of manage that process and take care of it and it's just a part of our day-to-day and we don't think about what about 90 percent of everyone else that have cars to sell and and ultimately they need help selling them absolutely when you think about selling a car and we've talked about a lot of them uh, challenges and obstacles when it comes to selling a vehicle or motorcycle truck whatever it might be even maybe vintage boats uh, what would you say is the biggest challenge that people face I think a few things. And one, it starts with valuation, right? I think a lot of people think their vehicle or boat or motorcycle or whatever it is, is worth more than it actually is. So it starts with that, right? You're not going to, I always say, it's kind of just like an old school saying in the dealership industry, right? You don't make money 
selling cars, you make money buying cars. <laughs> yeah. And and it's it all, all all really all that means is if you buy right, you can easily sell cars. You know, cars, whether they're commodity cars or classic cars or whatever, they're, they're still commodities, right? So if priced right, there's gonna be a buyer on the other side. It's you know, simple supply and demand. Um, so obviously starts with the the valuation of the car and pricing it, right? And then the other side is really the transparency aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think that I can take a few photos of a car and it's going to sell. Uh, maybe a Honda Civic on Craigslist that a person can drive a few blocks and look at it. But in our space, that's not the case, right? No, <laughs> you know, typically hundreds. 90, 90% of these cars, if not more, are sold sight unseen and we're going to have to become even more transparent as the years go on, right? I mean, it used to be a lot of great photos sold a car. Now it's a lot more great photos by a professional photographer along with professional videos, along with now we need, we need to make sure we have inspections. There needs to be a third party. And I think it's a good thing for the industry because the, the less transparent you are, the more issues you're going to have. And that's going to that's going to just taint the aspect of, well, I'm not going to buy a car online because it's going to show up and it's not going to be what I thought. Yep. Yeah. You yeah. Know, no, so that's, that's the case. Um, when I bought this turbo that I recently sold, you know, some 14 plus years ago, it was on eBay. Yep. And the gentleman that was selling it was actually a broker for the owner because the owner wanted to remain somewhat anonymous. And he said some things in the listing that were completely untrue and inaccurate. But that's actually what got me to buy the car because I knew, in a way, the guy didn't know what he had. I took a bit of a gamble. It paid off. And then later, I learned even more things about the car. And even up to the week that I was selling it, I started having people calling going, you know, and that's the great thing about selling online when you have a, a site like yours where people can communicate. You start learning a lot of things. You become educated yourself, even if you're just following along with another auction, that you can use that information later uh, to help when you go to buy a car to ask the right questions. I think it's making the whole industry, as you say, much more transparent, much more valid, and you can have confidence when you're going to wire that money to somebody that you're going to get what you think you're going to get and not, not the other way around, which is the way it used to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was a little spooky. You know, I want to talk a little bit about your fascination and love for cars because you have are a bit of an eclectic uh, driver and collector of cars. You've got uh, some cool cars, uh, German cars, even uh, Range Rover Classic, and um, I think you uh, a W two eleven E sixty three AMG wagon. Am I right on that? Tell tell me a little bit yes. about maybe one of your very special vehicle stories. Oh, let's see here. I'll have to go with the Range Rover Classic. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you know, just like everyone, my love of cars started when I was a kid. I grew up in the Midwest. I was born in Minnesota, lived in Minnesota when I was younger. And then my dad had an opportunity to to work with his brother down in Phoenix. And so we moved down there when I was... I think it was second grade, maybe third grade. So, you know, just a young kid. And my uncle had been successful down there with his company. And, you know, he, I guess, does what successful guys do, buy nice cars. Um, he had he had a great car collection. Um, and, and one of those cars, well, actually two, he had two Range Rover Classics. <laughs> and this was the, the late 80s. And so they, you know, 
they were just being imported in the U.S. Like 87, 88 is when they started importing them into the U.S. And being a kid from Minnesota, I had never seen anything like these before. I mean, they're they're just super unique, different. It just kind of had this classy vibe to them. The curves, the smell of the interior was different. I guess that Conley leather that they definitely <laughs> didn't have it. Definitely didn't have it in the American cars, and it just stuck with me. I always, I always loved those cars. Um, and so, let's see, it was about probably close to seven years ago now. I, I was kind of on the hunt for a good one. Yeah, as anyone knows these things, you have to get a good one. Yes. And it, it took me a while to find a good one. So about seven years ago, I found a the color I wanted. And, you know, not low miles, uh, very original California vehicle is in Palm Desert in California. So I had a chance to to buy that ironically through a broker on eBay, just like your story. What, what year uh, is the car? It's a 1990. 90. OK. And I've I've you know, it, it was a great example when I got it. I've put a lot of money into it and it's really been a it's more than a car right it's it's kind of like that that car that you yeah the car you always wanted and it's you know the reality is those things are <laughs> they're the, the most unreliable vehicle probably ever made <laughs> well, but you know what was amazing to me when those came out it was it became this kind of cult car almost immediately and i back in the day i couldn't figure it out because you think about that time period, you know, um, I was young and new family and all this, and I'd see people with them, and I kind of got it. It was a bit of a, a status symbol, if you will. Right. But I remember having some friends who bought them, and you start getting up close to them in parts, and you go, this thing isn't really done very well. <laughs> you know? No. I mean, what's the deal here? Why? why? And it was kind of like, remember the older Jaguars were that way? Yep. Everybody wanted one, but they were just horrible when it came to reliability. I guess you could say the same for older Ferraris and so forth, because cars have come such a long way. But you hit the nail on the head. They're a memory for you of your youth. And I'm wondering, you, you sound like my son-in-law because he grew up in Minnesota. His family moved to Scottsdale and that's where he was, I think it was junior high, high school and so forth. And so, yeah, made that transition to from Minnesota, which is very different to Scottsdale, Arizona, Phoenix area, where there's, you know, sunny all the time. People had nice cars because, you know, Minnesota, you probably kept your nice cars in the garage, uh, <laughs> you know, for the wintertime and so forth. So, yeah, it's all about memories. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very cool. So I'm going to be your car psychologist, crawl into your head here. You listen to cars. Yeah, you know what's coming. If you were reincarnated as a vehicle, what would you be? But more importantly, why? <laughs> I'm going to actually have to go with my uh, my E63 wagon. Okay. Well, now we're yeah. talking about something very different than a yeah. classic Range Rover. <laughs> so what makes you an E63 AMG? <laughs> so I got... I got married later on in life, or at least, you know, I guess it's probably becoming more, more normal, more normal now. Got married in my mid thirties. I, I was very much a kind of bachelor, traveled a lot and enjoyed single life and, um, met a beautiful woman who stole my heart, I guess. <laughs> they do she, that. Yeah. You know, it happens. <laughs> um, she has two kids from a previous marriage and we got married really instant, quick. Instant fatherhood. Wow. I got, I got the instant family and then we had another one right after we got married. So I went from no pun intended, zero to 60 really fast. No kidding. Don't re don't regret a minute of it. But, um, shortly after that, I came across this, this wagon and you know, they're, they're, 
obviously not very common. <laughs> so it's right. not it's not something that it's easy to come by. Yeah. And and I bought it. I just felt like it was the the car that represented me at that point in my life and it still is and and um yeah, I actually just uh it's funny I I haven't, I haven't I don't drive it that much, but I I got it out uh, yesterday and I just went to the grocery store in it. So. I was going to say <laughs> it's the ultimate grocery getter. Those yeah, things exactly. are those things are wickedly cool. Yeah, very I've always wanted a wagon and We've never had one, and I don't know, maybe, you know, they don't make many wagons anymore, so um, they're, they're hard to get anymore, but that one and then uh, the Quattro wagon, Audi wagon, yeah. uh, which are kind of cool. I still having a hard time with these giant grills, though. I just, <laughs> I don't know, um, but, you know, BMW's not doing any more wagons, except I think now they're coming out, but in Europe only, with the uh, M3 wagon. You know, the touring, which would be pretty cool. But, it's going to be uh, a cool car, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, typical. We don't get it. So what's the deal with that? Not very fair. world's not fair. <laughs> I don't like it. So let's talk about a, a great book you'd like to share with our listeners. Oh, would it be horrible if I said I don't like to read? No. You know, I've had <laughs> a fair nice. number of folks that have said that. I, 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 I Yeah. I, uh, do, I, I do have one, though, Mark. Okay, I, I good. recently read, I, I read a book a while back that kind of always stuck with me, and I think it'll – it's a good example of, well, one, a good book, but also kind of resonates across different types of people, industries, whatever it might be. Um, the book is called Atomic Habits. Oh, yeah. I know that book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't, I, off the top of my head, I'm not sure who the author is. So that's uh, a book by James Clear, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things where, I mean, there's a lot of frameworks. There's like, it goes deep, but really, you know, the premise is, you know, making small changes, you know, kind of transforms habits. And it's, it's a book that seems to always come up through life and different industries that I, I talked to. I recently was talking to a, a guy, I you know, he's a professional, like a proprietary professional stock trader um, in New York. And it turns out they, they give this book to all of their new traders and it's, ah. you know, it's just, and then professional athletes read it. And I brought it up to my wife the other night and she's like, Oh yeah. Like a lot of teachers read that. She, my wife's a teacher. Mm. It's one of those books that seems like, Every time I talk about it, no matter who it is or what industry, it, it comes up. So I think it's a, it was a good book. I, if you haven't read it, I definitely highly recommend it. Yeah, basically it helps you in forming good habits, breaking bad habits, mastering uh, what they call tiny behaviors that lead to remarkable yep. results. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. I like the title too, Atomic Habits. Like you just <laughs> keep working on these little things, these little atoms, and then they collide and then they blow up and everything's great. So well, maybe not that great, but <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. So we're going to go on the ultimate drive. Today, I'm your enabler. Pick a car, pick a place you want to go, and pick anybody, even somebody from the past you'd like to take, and I'll make it happen. Oh, excellent. I'm going to go, I'm going to start with the person. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Jeremy Clarkson. Oh, my gosh. That would be fun. <laughs> yep. I don't care what car it is, but I want it to be one of their Top Gear Special Editions. I want, I want an adventure and possibly end at a pub somewhere <laughs> to have a nice conversation. Did you have a chance, uh, and I think they're going to end it, but Jeremy Clarkson did a series about Clarkson's Farm. Yeah. It, have, did you watch that? I did, yeah. It I was, thought uh, that was tremendous. I, I think, you know, we got to see a, a part to him that I don't think we'd seen because he's one of those polarizing characters. You love him right. or you hate him, you know, and people pick on him and everything, but I think we got to see a piece of him there that was very different i'm kind of sad they're not going to continue that series i thought it was cool 
Yeah, no, it's one of those. He's just got a, you know, I think you either love him or hate him. He's got a personality where, you know, you could throw him anywhere and it'd be an enjoyable show for people that that enjoy watching him. Well, it's kind of like that, uh, is it the show American Idol with Simon Cowell, where he's, you know, kind of the one where people don't like, but they like, because he's so yep. tough on everybody. So, uh, but yeah, Jeremy Clarkson's kind of a bit that way. So very nice, interesting answer to that question. I'm not sure, sure anybody's ever picked him, which is kind of unique, uh, rare, I think, considering what's going on. And the fact that you don't care the car, as long as it's one of their special editions, they, yeah, they've exactly. had a lot of nice rides on that. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Well, listen, you have taken us on a fun ride today. I knew this would be cool uh, having other colleagues from your brand uh, on the show here. And Classic.com is such a great resource. And for any of you listeners that have not experienced this yet, go check them out. And of course, their new pro. If you've got a car to buy or sell, or if you're someone who knows how to properly evaluate cars, you could be part of the team there as well. So there's an opportunity. All all sorts of opportunities today. Could you leave us with some words of wisdom, inspiration, or advice before we let you go today, Joey? I think follow your passion. Pretty simple. Yeah, I think, you know, that's that's kind of been my 5,000 foot view of everything. And it's it served me well, so. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the same comes with cars. Uh, I've said this before, and you've heard it from not just my lips, but professionals. If you're in the market to buy a car, don't buy a car because you think it's going to be worth more down the line. Buy it because you're passionate about it. You love it. It's something you've always wanted, like Joey. And for me, it brings back something from your past that maybe you couldn't have back in the day, and now you can. Uh, That has always served me well. And I'll tell you, I've been fortunate because all my collector cars and motorcycles, I've all sold for more than I paid for them. But it wasn't because I planned it that way. It's because I bought the best I could afford at the time, and I bought something quite special. And I kept it for a while and enjoyed it. And that's what this hobby is all about, right? Exactly. Yeah, very cool. How can people learn more about Classic.com Pro? Well, just go to Classic.com forward slash sell. Um, there's also a sell your car button in the header if you want to push that. And and then there's, uh, you know, you can reach out at pro at Classic.com uh, if you're interested in getting involved in the program. And yeah, I think that's, that's, the, way to, that's, the, that's the way to get in touch. The way to go. I want to do a shout out to one of your colleagues here, Linda there at classic.com for uh, introducing me to Joey. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of friends there now at classic.com. It's a great resource for you in so many ways. So please go check them out. Joey, thanks for taking a pit stop with me today, being so generous with your time and sharing your expertise. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you somewhere down the road. All right. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate it. (laughs) This has been fun. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.